Last night, Apple released iOS 17.2 betas out to the public and developers, and along with those became the new anticipated journal application. It is a new application that Apple is coming in that's going to allow you to track your contacts, your location, your music, your photos, your podcasts, and your workouts. And then at some point during the day, it will then prompt you to document how you're feeling and things like that, just like you would with a normal journal, where currently if you do use an application for that, such as the day one, you're gonna to have to physically go in, add your location, and remember to add your photos or anything else that you wanted to add into it. But with Apple, it is all done seamlessly because obviously it's got access to all those details with the phone in the pocket. Now, Apple says they are doing it with privacy in mind and they are focused on that. And they are saying that they are gonna be rolling out the API so other people, so for example, day one, they can integrate some of that in. Now, from the people online that say they've tested at the moment, it is very basic and it is available on iPhone only, so it's not available on your iPad or anything like that. And hopefully Apple will change that. Now, what many people say in the threads was dead after the first few weeks, they have confirmed that they are on track to be a billion users, as we said yesterday. Threads are continuing to develop their applications, and they have now added the ability to add GIFs on there and also polls. You can also do voice notes as well. Now, we tested the voice notes today. Unfortunately, all these changes are currently on the apps only, so it's not the web-based Hopefully we can see those web-based later on. So people like myself who tend to do it on their desktop and like to use it on there, we will to use those features. But at the moment, they are still updating the application, which is a good sign. Samsung has officially launched the Galaxy S23 FE in the US. However, a note by Digital Trends says that it is actually $30 higher than the initial price they give. So the current price for this device is $629. And then you can also get the 256 model for $690. So it is a lot more towards the higher end of, say, the Google Pixel. Obviously, still coming in cheaper than Apple's iPhones. But considering this is supposed to be a budget device, that price, I wouldn't say, is very budget friendly. A few days ago, as we previously mentioned, Qualcomm was holding their event announcing their new Snapdragon chip. And one of the things that actually came out there that stood out is the fact that the new chips could actually help with future earbuds. The chip can supposedly shift its connection from Bluetooth to Wi-Fi seamlessly, so you can walk away from your phone without having your audio interrupted. So as long as you've got a constant internet connection, so if you're at home and things like that, that's actually going to be a pretty good feature. Numerous times I've put my phone down, I've walked around for a while, and then when I just go outside of Bluetooth range, it obviously starts to break up. So with this running on Wi-Fi, it would be a lot more seamless. However, obviously, then you need to remember if you are going out that you don't actually have your device. So always make sure that you keep a note of that as well. It looks like podcasts are becoming more and more popular with the younger people. According to a talent agency, UTA, 48% of US teenagers listen to podcasts weekly and two thirds listen monthly. The company says that podcasts are a huge part of family media. US customers of Google Fiber, which is still operating in a handful of cities, are now about to get a speed bump. The company has plans to upgrade the already fast service to 20 gigabytes per second service by the end of the year. Google's blog post said that the G Fiber Labs experiment said the service will initially be available as an early access offering to a small group of G Fiber customers in select areas. And this is made possible by Nokia's 25G passive optical network. Well, that's it for today, guys. Most of the tech news seems to be on a bit of a hold for the weekend. Obviously, Apple's event on Monday night will probably change things a little bit. So thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode.